Liesl, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. I love Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. How can you not? They're pretty legit. It's a great business and it's even greater people. So local people running that business, doing great things. And, and it's the home for enlightened style shades. Enlightened style shades. I just like saying that. And it does sound, it sounds, sounds kind of big time. It does. Sounds very big time. And look, they've got, they don't just do shades. Like almost all of your interior decorating needs, they're there. They can help you get them. I even have pillows. I have pillows on my couch from Budget Blinds. Hmm. I didn't know you had pillows. Yeah. Throw That's pillows. amazing. I know. And who doesn't love throw pillows? Everybody loves really. throw pillows. And supporting a local business that gives back to the community is always a win. Always a win. So when you're ready to make your home the best home it can be, go visit our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Tell them Liesl and Nick sent you. Hello and welcome back to the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Parker, and back with me for some reason, it's Liesl Hayes. Hello, Lee Summit. You keep inviting me back. I, I, invite is a questionable word. Well, there are calendar invites, so technically you invite me to hang out me. with you. It's just because you haven't found a better option yet. <laughs> right, that's yeah, true. that's true. Uh, so, you know, uh, th there's openings, folks. Give us a call. <laughs> oh, my. Did you really just, like, announce my job? Hey, why don't you tell them how much you pay? Uh, uh, you get coffee, uh, sometimes tacos, <laughs> and sometimes adult beverages. There you have it. Hey, we've got a special guest. We like doing local business owners. We like helping promote their businesses, talking about what they're doing. And, you know, if people haven't been to the businesses yet, let's, let's uh, you know, see if we can convince some more people to do it because – one of the things we always want to do is promote local business here in Lee Summit. So welcome uh, an entrepreneurial friend that I met when I first came to Bridge Space, Jeremy Springer. Welcome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you got to point at the camera and say you, hi. That's so weird. <laughs> I know. The, like, the video stuff is still weird for me, too. Yeah, it's okay. I just pretend it's not there. It's Big Brother. Yeah. Used to yeah, totally yeah like, like, I'm not going to learn anything that Google doesn't already know about you. Yeah. That's it, true. And with AI, that this oh. has already been recorded, probably. And I actually scripted this and then put a chip in you, and you're just you're just saying what I scripted. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's this a little, is, We're terrified now. You have a... Uh, couple of businesses here in town and, and i think one of the reasons i'm intrigued is because they have absolutely nothing to do with each other really as far as like yeah. they're not in the same field yeah. or industry even yeah. um and these are some things i've thought about as a business owner but i get i get a scared so i haven't had the guts to do it but you own a digital marketing company yes. stone amp yes and you also own a new coffee shop in town the fillmore yeah yeah which I one do you want to talk about first um I don't know. I guess the, the Fillmore. Does, um, that's that's where my my brain has been lately. So, <laughs> don't get me wrong. The other company is doing fantastic, but we've been wrenching on that thing for for six years, and we've got all of our processes and everything in place. And it's kind of it. It's not on autopilot, but uh, my wife runs that company now. Um, we've trimmed back some of our clientele, so we're we're just specializing on a handful of clients that are really near and dear to our hearts. Um, so it's, we, we have the Pareto principle running right now. She's 80% that company and 20% the cafe and I'm 80% the cafe and 20% in that company. So it's, it's been a really nice balance. That's really cool. And I, what a cool point to be at with the business and also a hard lesson to learn 
that you can scale back to the clients that are near and dear to you, that means something, the work means something to you, yeah. and the lesson that you should do that. Yeah, well, interesting enough. Um, uh, have you ever given advice that you know, like in your mind, this is sol solid sound advice, but, but you I don't necessarily follow it. I am, oh, a, I am a teenager, so this is like every yeah, hour of every day. This is every day of our lives because um, we have teenagers. But, yeah, so what was that advice? Yeah, so I was visiting with a, a massage therapist, and we were talking about her clients. I'm just, I just ask people questions all the time, like, what's going on in your world? What What does your business look like? And we were talking about her her clientele and uh, – at the and I talk through my massages, which she thinks that's just the weirdest thing. And I'm like, well, here's the deal. This is me relaxing. Like I'm laying here still. Like that is you so know what I mean. Weird. But I got to keep going, or I can't get too relaxed. I got things to do. And so she she calls me a weirdo for that. But um, we were talking. I'm going to agree with her. Yeah, I I it's hard to turn it off sometimes. Oh, I'm already <laughs> starting to enneagram type <laughs> him right now. I know her personality so, assessments are. Happening. I know, right? Yeah, and she calls me a weirdo every time. I'm getting better about it, but. Um, Early on, um, you know, I'm asking her about her clientele and how busy is she and what does her schedule look like because I just – I like to imagine what other people are doing on this planet, like what their day is filled, what does it look like. And uh, so she she gave me the rundown, and at the end of, of uh, my massage, I pay her. She hadn't told me the price, and so I'm just guessing, right? And so I, I pay her, and then I, I put a tip on it. And Venmo it over or cash Apple Pay, something like that. And uh, her phone ding. And she goes, uh, this is wrong, way wrong. Like, no. Um, and she was embarrassed. And I went, wait, what's going on? I, I just figured it's this much per hour. And I threw a tip on there, you know. And she was like, oh, no, I charge much, much less for this. She came to me on my, on my time. She set up. She did everything. Boom. And I'm like, no, I'm paying you for this. Like, I didn't have to go somewhere. I, uh, we're, you're right on time. Like, mm -mm. And, in fact, I don't understand why you're not charging this amount that I paid you. And she went, well, I don't. And it was like a confidence value thing. Like, I don't know that I'm really that oh, valuable. Yeah. And I'm like, you're that valuable. And what you need to do is up your prices, and you're going to have some fallout, and that should be fine. And she's like, okay give advice, but maybe sometimes we don't follow it. She came back the next time I saw her, she's like, I up my prices. Life's awesome. My schedule's freer. I'm making more money. Yeah, I think that's great. And I mean, I think that's a thing that a lot of us struggle with as, as business owners is, you know, really knowing our value and our worth. And I think raising prices is always a little bit scary, right? Because there's the reality that- A little we, bit? Yeah, really scary that we're gonna lose some of our clients. So tell me how you haven't taken that advice. Have you ever noticed that the, the, the customer that invests the least has the largest megaphone? Always. Mm -hmm. 100%. The largest and, 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 and mean. And yeah. it's, it's, the, it's the craziest thing. Um, I heard this, like, I mean, this is such a common thing, but you, you hear it, it's in one ear, out the other, and then it happens to you. You go, oh, my gosh, this is a real thing. Um, yeah, it's, and so you just kind of look at who's making the investment and how much time are we spending on the work we're doing for them but also how much time are we spending in text messages and emails and explaining and educational and all these things like triaging their concerns. And it starts getting simpler and simpler to go. 
she's not worth the squeeze on this. Like, we, we love you. you. We love doing business with you, but we're, it feels like we're over delivering over it. Like you're getting every single penny out of this, which you should, but that means you don't value what you're already receiving, right? right? And I think that kind of creates that, am I valuable or not? Because if I were, why would people be treating me this way? Yeah, and how did you get there? Oh, look at me. I interrupted you. I'm actually really proud of her for that. I know. I rarely do that. (laughs) I mean, you'd think think I'd be upset, but I'm really kind of proud of her. Yeah, I'm working on... Yeah, Yeah. I'm working on my hosting skills. Usually I let Nick kind of... Well, I'm learning from him, so that's that's where we're at. So how... Oh, wait. Hold on one second. Yeah. This isn't the Liesl show? No. Oh. I mean... She's more liked than I am. Oh, I... It is sort of the Liesl show, right? Yeah. yeah, okay. No, it's more than it. I'm just show. saying the way this is going. I know, yeah. right? Now I'm taking over. I know. I, I Like I said, I should be upset. I'm really kind of proud of her. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to ask one more question that I'm going to let you ask. <laughs> Actually, that's very entrepreneurial I, of you. He, he, because think, what you've done is you've created this thing, and now you're handing it over for someone else to run it so you can go about doing the next thing. Best boss I ever had. Took me out one time, and we I don't know, we were going to lunch. Probably lunch, because this dude... It's, everything is a lunch meet. Like, that's how he lives his life. But he said, look, I want to tell you something. If in three years you and I are in these same jobs, we screwed up. Yeah. yeah. You are great at what you do, but you should not be doing this in three years. And I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing in three years. So you hold me accountable, yeah. and I'm going to push you. Yeah. And that was the, I think that's one of the best pieces of advice I ever got. Yeah. That's a, I mean, I think that's a great piece of advice. And then I tried the ne- then when I got to be like the boss at the next job I took right was where I was the boss and I tried to live by that and I did not. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to. Well, it it's, is. It's hard to it practice. Is. It, it's very hard to put into practice, yeah. right? I mean, and, I, and you've had employees of different types at both businesses. Yeah. I mean, because you're worried about the bottom line, you're worried about getting the job done. I hired them to do this, yeah. so sometimes it's hard to remember. Like I should also make them better. Yeah. Well. I am so guilty of this. I care more. It feels like I care more about someone's success than they do. And that's either a really good thing and it inspires you to invest more and more into a person. Um, it can also be very debilitating because you go down that path and as much as you're trying and trying to pour into somebody, they just don't care enough of yeah, what, you're, that's, what you're pouring into. That's them. a rough situation. It's That's tricky. And so... And then you, you, they get to a point where they're comfortable. They don't want to grow. They're good. Like, I've heard this a lot. I'm good. No, 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 I'm good. I don't want more responsibility. I don't need more money. I'm and good. I don't know how – I'm curious how you responded to that because I've been in that – I've had that situation too with employees. And I don't know what to do with it because there's a part of me that's, well, I'm glad they're happy and they're satisfied and they feel like they're in a good place. But then the other part of me is like, but are they really? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to weigh in. Only because I so know your Enneagram type now. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's what I think about, though. I do think as entrepreneurs, we have this drive. Like, if we aren't constantly making goals, if we aren't thinking through, you know, what we need to do to get the business in the place that we want it in three years, like, we 
we just have this natural drive. And I think that there are people in this world, and I like to call them like our oper- some of our operations people. And we had, them, we had them when I used to work at Cerner, but we didn't value them. And the only reason that I think that was a mistake is because not everyone can be the entrepreneurial vision, visionary person, right? There are people who are very happy staying in the same job for the rest of their lives and they're really damn good at it. And so I think we as entrepreneurs, it's hard because we look at people and we're like, I don't get that because everything I do is about getting better and moving forward. And there are people who are good just being, I don't wanna say just being, it's not fair. They're happy and content being a master in, in one thing. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And sometimes I think I'm just crazy. You're not crazy. You're that, just an entrepreneur. Well, but <laughs> which I think might be a, okay. it might be a synonym. We're well, crazy. We're a little we're a little off. Um because there's I, I always have the utmost respect for somebody that has that stickability year after year, decade after decade and they pick that that one thing and they just stay with it and Hopefully at the, at the end of it at all, they've built a nice nest egg. They've raised a, you know, what they've raised the kind of life around them that they, they wanted outside of work and everything just fits together. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, I, I think I tend to forget we're not all the same. We don't all have the same drive. We don't have the same ambitions and what we're going at. And like the cafe, for example, um, it's weird because I'll have um, baristas that I'm like, oh, my God, I hope I can keep her forever. She's amazing. But then the other side of it is I'm hearing them talking about going to college and everything. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want you to win at life. Like, you <laughs> you need to get out of here as soon as possible. You know, why are you a, a barista, you know? But right, so right. It's, it's weird because I want that person around me that is ambitious and they want to continue to grow their life. But the other side of me is like, no, don't leave me. Like you're the you're the best. Don't leave ever. And so uh, just work here on weekends. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just drive back. It's only four hours, man. <laughs> Whatever. Just get here. But um, yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, it, and I think that there is no perfect world. Um, you have to be willing to to embrace all of the like the challenges that can be perceived as negative and and just like a, a resource that comes in and you're just gushing over because, oh my God, they're great with customers. They're great with what they do. They look the part like, oh my gosh, they're repping this business like you wouldn't believe. And they do it happily. Oh, please don't ever, ever leave me. Um, it's it's weird because those, those are the people I want more for. Yes. Right? Right, yeah. It, it, in itself, you're just like, I want more for you, but in order for you to get that more you can't be here being you like doing you here i think that's a, a part of the and I, I don't want this to sound too cheesy but a part of the entrepreneurial spirit that isn't talked about as much like i think most of us we want whatever it is that we're doing to have an impact on the community impact on other people I mean, absolutely like like we want to make a mark yeah absolutely. yeah and so i think absolutely. that i think that like yeah if i can build up their lives. Yeah. But there's, and there's so many layers to that too, right? Absolutely. It's not just your customer. It's not just your community. I mean, it's the people that you're, you're creating an opportunity for them to further themselves in life. And you, that you get real personal with the people that you work with. 
you know, and you, you get to cheering for them and you want, you want to rally behind them and, and see them win at life. And, um, for me, I'm just trying to keep that in perspective that, uh, this cafe is probably just a stepping stone as, as far as employment goes for people that are just making their way. I think if somebody came to me and they said, I want to work here and I never want to leave. I don't know that I would have the you, same level of respect. You might need to start checking your mailbox. <laughs> Why is that? There might be things hidden in there. Uh-oh. Yeah, but what I, what I love about what you're saying, Jeremy, is it's it's ultimately you are secure in the fact of what your business is and the purpose. And, you know, it's hard as a manager, a business owner to let go of our really good people, right? But we also want to encourage them to grow, to do something different. And I think too, when we're talking about a workforce that's a little bit different, right? Like, I mean, when I own the end, um, the workforce is very different than who I worked with at Cerner. It's just very different. And so I think, understanding that goals are different, understanding that people might want to go in a different direction. Sometimes you do get the interns, you do get the college students. But what I'm hearing you say is that you're very comfortable in you're like this incubator to help people get to the next thing. Yeah, I think that's a happy accident. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, any Tell us more. Tell us more about why is it a happy accident? Well, because as when you put on your business owner hat, you want resources in there that you can, they're reliable, they're dependable. You don't have to worry that um, the job's gonna get done, right? And the customer's gonna be taken care of. And, and that should be it. Um, when you're in it and you're working alongside people and you get to know them, you start, it, it becomes a little bit different in that, what, there was a weird look right there. <laughs> no, my look, my look was, no, my, my look over there was that I knew that he was letting me drive this thing. And I was like, you can ask some questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was actually the look I gave him like the little smirk. The Sorry sad, that I the, digressed the, the, the over there. The sad thing is, is I think we're now hitting that point where there's the silent signals. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. You know, musicians do that. Yes. They're rocking out and they look over and go, it's your turn to solo. You know, it's your turn for a fill or we're getting ready to get out of this. Thing problem is I have no musical talent. Oh, you d- Maybe you haven't listened to enough Taylor Swift. Maybe you haven't. <laughs> Maybe you need, you too need to spend a thousand dollars to go to one of those concerts. There, there we go. <laughs> uh, if you'll buy my ticket, I'll make bracelets. Oh man, that's almost a deal. Yeah, right. that's totally a deal. <laughs> I don't know how to make bracelets. I will paint nails because clearly no one else knows I think how to you do can it. Figure out. I want to switch gears a little bit because I, I do want to take a little bit of time to, to, to pimp out your business and, and let's tell people about the Fillmore. Okay. But I, I also I also want to ask, why a coffee shop? I mean, you've spent your life, I, I know you a little bit, right? So yeah. you've spent your adult life in the world of code nerding, yeah. websites, digital yeah. marketing, what what made you think? Yeah, I think I needed something. Shop. I think I needed other something. than I know your love of caffeine. I, I needed something <laughs> completely different. Um, also, too, it's kind of a test in business. Um, it, it's weird when when you're doing things in the back office and no one really knows you exist. You know, you're hitting buttons on the keyboard and you're you're pulling things together and crunching numbers and um, it's it's fulfilling because you're paying your bills. You make pretty good money. You, you and then take that. And go start a business with that skill set. And that makes you a completely different person. Now you've got to learn sales and interacting with people. And, and this is really weird to me because I'm a, I'm a, I don't know how to explain it. I'm great being by myself. 
I don't need to be around people. Um, then I'm forced into that situation and, and something happens inside where it's like, ooh, I need to be around people. This is awesome. And I'm talking about building uh, right. the digital marketing business, right? Um, while building that business, not having an office space, you know, we talked a little bit about being here at Bridge Space. Um, I was in, in and out of coffee houses all over the place. Give me that internet connection. Give me some caffeine. Let me pound the keys here and and I'm getting used to being around people and the hubbub and the noise and everything and, and being seen like uh, it's it's that in itself is a different experience than hanging out behind a computer. And right. Right. And so there's like this weird natural um, evolution for my for my personality, I guess, or my ID or, or whatever you want to call it. But who I am as a person has changed dramatically in the last seven years. Um the coffee thing has always been like a, a weird little passion project of mine. I don't know, like in my head, I had this thing going on like, oh, my God, one day I'm going to have this cafe. It was the last on the list. If you talk to my wife, she thinks I'm crazy. I want to own multiple businesses. I want them all running, doing their own thing. <laughs> um, a, a friend of mine, uh, we were having lunch one day, and he said, you know, um, I, you've probably never heard this, but you're just a planter. Like, you're the guy that likes to plant seeds and, and, and then go on to the next thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is that is who I am. Like, I like to plant the seed and get it to where you just see a little blade of grass or, or you know, growth coming out of the ground. And then I'm like, I'm done. Here, I water this one three times a day. You know, I right. feed it once a week. Like, you take care of this. I got to go plant some more seeds. And so um, it, it that kind of twisted my perspective a little bit what – okay, is that true? And if so, then I need to get a good team and, and release these things and let somebody else take care of them. Um, Jody, she's doing an, an awesome job for the other company. And fortunately for me, early on, I told her, hey, you're, you're going to be the face for this as far as like uh, account management and all of that because you're nice to look at and you're nice to listen to and no one wants to look at this old scraggly dude. So even though I can nerd it up on them, they don't want it. They don't want the nerdy up. They want, you know, giving you the basic numbers and let's have a personal relationship. She's really good at that. Um, sorry, back to the cafe. Weird. So there's a lot of divine intervention in my mind going on around this. Um, you guys know Ryan Waters down there? Yeah. Who owns, yes. Uh, 100. 100, yeah. I almost well, called it the old name. Yeah, me too. I almost went there. Uh, he owns the building between um, Third Street Social right. and, and the 100. And I saw this for rent sign on there forever. It used to be old headquarters. Yes. Oh, yes. And yes, I yes. loved the garage doors with the opening. And when you, you know, some things just jump out at you and you go, you know, if that were mine, this is what I would do. Like, I'm always doing that. I'm looking at spaces going, if that were mine, this is what I would do. I saw the for rent sign and I went, oh, my gosh. Oh, that'd be the best place for this cafe that's been marinating my brain for the last five years. I went up to my office and... And just started putting together a pro form. I'm like, well, what would this look like? Like, seriously, what would this? And being a nerd, going into the details, really trying to articulate every little aspect of it, um, except for what's the actual rent of this place? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I call up the number. I didn't realize Ryan owned it, so I dialed the number. And as soon as I hit, you know, send or whatever, his name pops up, and I go, oh. Well, okay, Ryan owns it. That's cool. So I call him. He's like, yeah, there's like five people in line for this space. But he gave me the number, and and I it was it was a little bit more than I had anticipated. 
And so I went, yeah, it's just not meant to be, but what a fun exercise. And at least I got this out of my head and down on paper, and here we go. But it gets you ready for. Yeah. Because everybody everybody has the idea, yeah. the business idea in their head, right? Yeah. But once you've gone through that actual plan process, you're ready to pull the trigger when the right rent comes Well, out. and so, and that's the weird thing. That's where I'm like divine intervention, right? I'm having a conversation with some business owners, and out of nowhere, the mayor over at Unity Village goes, hey, uh, anyone know someone that does coffee, coffee operations? And I went, hey. <laughs> and he looked at me like, what? Why? You didn't hear me? Like, hi. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Coffee. Like, oh. So I tell him about this whole exercise I went through. And he was just like, okay. I mean, you can email that over to me. I'll look at it. I'm like, okay, cool. And I, you know, I was shot in the dark. Right. I send it, like, a few days later, he calls me. He goes, the executives over here are like head over heels about this thing. Do you want to come over and meet them? And I'm like, uh, okay. I go over to Uni Village. I'm sitting with all their their C class execs, super nice people. Um, but they have these questions, like, what about this and what about? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We do this and we do that. And and they were just like, okay, can you take it over next month? And, uh, uh, no. Oh wow! <laughs> You're like, no, 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 I absolutely no. We, and, we we love your plan. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, yes. exactly. And so I was like, wow, okay, this this what is it? This escalated quickly. Um, but no, we were getting married. Jody and I were getting married that year, last year, and she insisted I'm every part of this wedding planning and everything else. And I thought I was just going to write checks and show up somewhere in a tuxedo and. No, that's not how that's not how it went, huh? No, and how it had been going for that, and that leading up to this conversation, I'm like, I don't have the bandwidth. Like, there's she, I'm involved in this. I'm not dropping a ball in this. So, yeah. um, they were super gracious about it, and they're like, "Well, our busy and this killed me. Our busy season ends, and uh, after October, why don't you take it over in November? That's when we're dead around here because it's winter time and." And that would be a good time. And I'm and for some reason I went, Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Let's <laughs> let's, let's open, do it. Let's Why not? Open a business without any customers. Yeah. Right. That's well, a well, great idea. And we'll just do it we'll just go without any customers for a few months. What could go wrong? That would be fantastic. Actually it worked out really well. Um, as you mentioned, I don't know anything about coffee. I know how to drink it and drink it all day. And it's delicious. Um, I know what coffee I like, but aside from that I had my little pro forma. And I'm sitting there going, okay, well, I have, like, the feel, the look, like, all of these things that I've, so let me try to implement this. Well, completely different space. You know, this is a different animal altogether. So I deviated from it a bit, um, but it actually, it's it's coming out better. And so it's, this cafe is, uh, it's interesting. There's so many systems and and processes and just a cafe. Uh, Add a food component, add the coffee. Add the employees, add the upkeep, add the vendors, add payroll, add on and on. It's like add, 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 add. And I'm sitting here going, and I still have to put paint on the wall. Yeah. And I need to. <laughs> but and here's I need the thing. You also I did, these. I think it's important. You, for anyone who's been at the Unity Village Cafe before, which I think many of us have. Right. I think the only part that you skipped over is just the ambiance that you have created there and just it was a total total overhaul right yeah it feels like it yeah it feels like it um well for three months when we opened we had these fluorescent led lights and i tell everyone uh for some reason they're volume 11 
for three months. There was no dimmer on, on the live. Volume 11. <laughs> Volume 11. So there were lots of photo shoots happening in the um, cafe, right? Without cameras. Like, it was just bright. Yeah. Just, you walked in, and, and it was, your eyes heard it. Like, it was just so loud. It felt like every day I walk in, oh, my gosh, ready for this root canal. You're right underneath <laughs> that light. And um, finally, we got dimmers put on, and they had to run a wire from each each light and there's like 32 36 oh lights gosh. oh wow and i could not i was so excited the electricians thought i was just stupid were you just standing there sliding up oh and down? i just slid it oh <laughs> look at that like oh this is the best thing since i swear oh that's so amazing and did you do that 32 times uh i should have okay i should have i should have done it for every day that i was underneath <laughs> the, the hardness of those lights but je- you would be amazed lighting alone does wonders it just does wonders and uh, so you've seen we've we've moved in some lamps here and there just to, and I did that originally because um, they have an open mic that's been going on there for like 20 years. And day one, this gentleman, um, John Fry, he, he introduces himself and he says, we started here 20 years ago and we'd like to come home. And I have a music background that you guys don't even know about. Um, and so I was super excited to be on the other side of it. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely let's do this thing and he's like well i don't know if you know what you're getting into like, yeah 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 no i've done this like yeah let's it's let's do this <laughs> let's thing. Go. and so uh in fact this thursday open mic night so we do it the first thursday of every month and it's like six to nine it is a the coolest experience um it is like going back into like the early 90s i don't know if you we're all old enough to remember yes. this. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when Westport was super chill, cool? Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. Westport Coffee House? Yeah. 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 So you could just, like, you go in and just chill out and relax, and that ambiance is there. Like, the people that come to this open mic, they're there for music. Like, they're not there to socialize. They're, they'll buy some coffee. They'll get a drink. Um, they're gonna sit with their two or three people, yeah, and they're gonna listen to music. And, and, have coffee. and if you're too loud, they'll, they'll let you. They'll give you the look, like you, tch, 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 we're listening. It's awesome. It's so cool That's from awesome. a musician, right? It's cool. so awesome. And so, um, sorry, we're oh, well, I wanted to go like oh, we got to create this cool ambiance, and I went to like IKEA and spent like I don't know twelve hundred dollars on all these funky lights and everything, and I'm hanging them from the ceilings, and I'm running extension cords. And open mic is just glowing. And it's not this LED light. This is a warm, buttery light. The vibe was so cool in there. It was super awesome. Um, of course, I got in trouble uh, for violating fire codes. And all that stuff. Um, See, that's another thing that we as entrepreneurs do. We usually just ask for forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sorry about that. This isn't cheap. Yeah. We'll fix it later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Unity, they learned really fast. Okay, if we don't. Like, Jeremy's asking for these things. We better get on it or else he's going to do his thing. And that's maybe not the best alternative. So, um, and not to, they're amazing as far as to work with. Um, I would tell anyone, if you're looking for office space, you're looking to do something. Um, and I'm saying, I, I'm not sponsored by them. I pay them a lot of money for rent. I mean, they're amazing to work with, though. That's awesome. They're just, they're fantastic. Fantastic people. That that is that's so cool, and I I love when people find that that next thing. Yeah. Speaking of next things, next thing. I know you always have a vision for something more, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. And the other day, when I was at a meeting with Joel 
Joel Wilson uh-huh. at your coffee shop. Um, there's a bar in there. there so is. just curious, what are your plans for that? Can you say? Oh, can yeah, you oh, say? Oh, absolutely. We love, okay. we love breaking okay. news. Well, uh, okay, so I, <laughs> there, there's a bigger vision. There's a bigger vision for that space. Um, everything so far has been like litmus tests. So I mentioned uh, open mic, um, embrace the grape catering. Um, they've been kind enough to um, bring in alcohol, and they serve alcohol. Litmus test. Do we have drinkers here at this, at right, this right. location? Yeah. I mean, the location is beautiful. I think we could all agree the property there is just beautiful. It's it it almost doesn't belong in this area. Like it's right. it's really opulent almost. I mean, it's just as far as just the buildings, they're awesome. Like if you've never been out to Unity Village, uh, go. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. A lot of people think that oh no, this is a religious place and and it's offhand. You know, I, I'm not allowed to be there. Yeah, it's wide open to it, everyone. It is not a top of mind place for it most is, people. It in is town. not. But if if you like architecture, like walk around the grounds, look at these handmade doors and these really cool arches, and I mean, it's just really neat. Uh, second largest fountain in the state of Missouri, I guess. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't mean, know that. Yeah. Okay. Those rows. I, it's a really cool place. Um, so you have to have big, you have to have, in my mind, you, your vision needs to kind of match where you're at. If I were down in Knobtown, <laughs> right, right, it wouldn't be called the Fillmore Cafe, right, 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 something right, right. different. And it, we wouldn't be think, talking about like crafted cocktails, no offense to that area, but Natty Light would probably go along, you know, that'd be the staple. <laughs> um, but so we're testing, we're, we've been testing the alcohol piece of it. Um, people like to knock off, relax, and do that in an environment that's cozy and cool. I mean, go down the street here to Libations. Oh, yeah. Cool atmosphere. Super cool atmosphere. The 1909 Club upstairs. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, it's super awesome. Seth's done an amazing job with that place. Um, And I I don't compete with anyone except for myself, and so I don't look at it. I'm not trying to take anyone's customers or anything like that. I'm trying to create, though, another cool space because I can't live at Libations. And I also can't live at the Fillmore Cap. So hopefully more people set up some well, spaces. Well, and I think what a lot of us realize, too, is we can feed each other. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Having two cool spaces isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest, personally, I think one of the biggest failures that entrepreneurs make is this idea that they're competing with everybody. And for me, uh, and I think a lot of us, I think when competition comes in, it makes us better. And I mean, when people are talking about, are you upset about the boutique hotel? Like when I own the Browning and I'm like, absolutely not. I said, if this, if downtown Lee Summit is going to be a destination location, it can't just have the Browning. That's like it, that's not a thing. And so I think if we can start to think about, you know, different spaces that we're creating that, you know, draw people to our city, it's, it's a win for everybody. It's not like you set up right next door to him, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, there's a reason there's 511 coffee shops in this town, right? Oh, yeah, you're not taken from each other. No, we five, just all five of place. us popped up at the same time within like five months. Right. There's five or six new coffee shops. You got the Dutch Brothers and this what is it called Seven Brew. Right. Yeah. You had Dunkin' Donuts that was threatening to open right there next to, to that Starbucks on Douglas. You had Frost. Yeah, it just opened uh, a new coffee house, Overboard Coffee, down in uh, Lakewood. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, there's there's more than enough. Everybody wants. Now, I, what I mean is, there's more oh, than yeah. enough customers. There's more than enough. Uh, why not? Like I totally embrace it. 
I don't want to go to the same. And, and I think that's where Starbucks kind of missed is that everything is exactly the same. And, right. People and, want different vibes. Yeah. I want to, I want the same coffee that I get at messenger down downtown Kansas city. So we had their text come out and tune our grinders to where the shot is exactly the same as the shot downtown. Nice. I love that. So it's, we want the same coffee experience. But aside from that, I, I want me, like, I want my vibe. I yeah. want my, I want to feel cool in, in this space. Don't get me wrong. That place is beautiful down there, but it's also a 22 minute drive and parking is lousy. And I don't know. It's, it's a bunch of younger people. And I'm a bit, <laughs> I'm a bit, I'm a bit older and not as stylish as I used to be. So I, I can't really hang, I you know, we're pretty stylish. I still think you're cool, Jeremy. Oh, I mean, I, I think that we're pretty Gucci. Pretty Gucci. Pretty Gucci. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a teenager word. Is, okay. I, oh. I get to learn. Lots oh wait wait wait! I got one. Amazing for you. words. Go. Um, your outfit is slay. Oh nice. Huh? I've not heard that one, but that's not surprising. It's a good one. That's, that's a good one. That's not. Surprising. Did I, did I use it right? You. I think yeah. I think you absolutely. Can, can did. you edit out me asking if I used it? No right? no no. That's <laughs> actually we're gonna play that loud. I think oh, it can nice. also be a <laughs> verb, right? Like you're slaying it. Yes, I think I've so. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think it can, too. Well, on that note, I think it's a good idea. Hey, where is the Fillmore, Jeremy? Oh, boy. Uh, so this is fun. Um, it is at, I want to say, 1901 Southwest Blue Parkway. However, there's maybe 30 addresses for the same same location. <laughs> um, we When we were doing the lease agreements and everything else, they're like, well, it's 800 because they flip-flopped some plots, and the hotel is really 700 and And I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. It's kind of like, what do I do with my hands? I don't know what to do with all this. <laughs> and so when I'm asked what the address is, I'm like, that's ah, the 700 building over at Unity Village. Like, you'll find it. There we go. The Fillmore yeah, Cafe, yeah, absolutely. the 700 building yeah. at Unity Village. Yeah. You yeah. should get out there. What are your hours? Uh, every day, 7 to 4. Awesome. Nice. Uh, and back to the boozy thing. Um, I am working on the liquor license ever so slowly. That well, is, that it's is an not ever, a speedy it's a, process. It is a, it is a yeah, it's daunting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you're going to have to deal with it's a different municipality. and Yeah. Yeah, you got a lot. You, you got a lot going silver on. Silver lining, silver lining. Okay, tell us. County and state. I don't have to deal with city. Oh, nice. that is, okay, so that nice. is lucky. So if we... You know, want to have a cup of coffee or hear about your events? Where can we follow you on social? Uh, Do you of have course, social? Facebook because I'm borderline boomer. You're so, borderline boomer. <laughs> that's I like my, boomer adjacent. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> Sub boomer. Um, yeah. So Facebook usually is where we're we're posting most of the stuff. I'm trying to uh, be a little bit more intentional with like uh, our newsletter. Um, which you, you go out to the website, thefillmorecafe.com. You can sign up for that. Um, the Cobbler's Kids get no shoes. So our website is literally like some template, throw some stuff on it, and, okay, that's done, check. <laughs> right. On to the next thing, which uh, I shouldn't be saying that out loud because we have a digital marketing company, but back to. The mechanic's car. You you uh, you pay attention to who's paying you, right. and uh, the Fillmore's not currently paying too much money towards the marketing. Um, but Facebook would be a, a great place. Um, Instagram, we try to be, it's the same thing, the Fillmore Cafe. Uh, we try to be active out there, but it, it's the weirdest thing. People will come to me and go, you know, I've got this great way to get more people here. And I go, okay, well, here's the dumbest thing you're ever going to hear. Um, I'm not, cons- like, I, we love our customers. I don't need shoulder to shoulder all day long. Like, people came to me when we first opened and went, no, please don't. And I went, 
well, what's wrong? Everyone's now going to know about this, and everyone's going to be here, and this is like my, my special spot, and now it's going to go away, and <laughs> how dare you? And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to push hard marketing for a little bit. Like, I want to make sure we're on, like we're on fire. If I'm going to invest the money into marketing, I've got to get a return on an investment. Um, so that's where I say it's the dumbest thing to say as a business owner is I don't want customers. Of course I do. Um, but I don't know that we're necessarily ready for prime time 50 people walk through the door at the same time. I think that's a it's going to create a bad customer experience. Um, you got to get working out your processes. Yeah. And it's a uh, and the thing is I go to YouTube and and you can YouTube everything right. There's something <laughs> there's there's something fun about um, if figuring it out on your own or stubborn. I don't know one of the two, but yeah, um, come see us there. Check it out. Oh, one thing I do want to mention real quick. Sorry, it, it feels like we're gonna wrap up. Um, monthly we switch out the artwork. And so we've had, like, amazing artists come in, and it's anywhere from oils, acrylics, to photography. Uh, this Saturday we're switching out, and there's a there's an artist from Overland Park who's got some phenomenal stuff I'm really excited about. And the whole vibe's going to change. Awesome. Like it's I just, love, I love it. that. That's yeah, so cool. That you can, and, and I think that's what's awesome about art. Like, you can just by flipping the display, you can uh, change the whole vibe. Oh, uh, yeah, it's and it's weird. It takes me a hot minute to get used to this place again. It's really cool, um, but it's really it's like hearing an album for the first time, like one of your bands that you really like, and you hear it and you're like, "What is this?" Like, like I, this, I love them, but wait a minute. I, yeah, I, I'm still in because I love them, but all of this is junk, you know. And then you have to listen to it a few more times. You're like, "This is probably their best album right, ever." Right, right, right. Third playthrough. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. That's how the art, the changing of the art is, where you walk in, you go, "Oh my, uh, I don't know if I like this place anymore. This is too much." And then it's like, "Wow, this is." This is a cool, cool feel, cool vibe. All right, my last question. Yes, sir. What's the Jeremy Springer coffee order? Oh, man, I'm so boring. Um, I always do it a, a, an Americano with an extra shot. Me too. You That's know what? exactly uh, what you, I drink. You know what? Simplicity. There's beauty in it. Yeah. What about you? I like all of the things. Really? I mean, I really, I, I, I vary my orders. Okay, I will tell you, um, I had to stop doing this. We started doing the uh, flavored infused Red Bulls. Oh. Okay, I do I not order anything with Red Bulls. Oh, no, I no, would no. be so all over that. Here's the deal. I don't like the taste of Red Bull. <laughs> yes. I cannot stand God, it. I love Horrible. it. Oh, but you put some watermelon uh, watermelon flavoring on top of it and kind of a little bit of sparkling water. You cannot taste the Red Bull. And all of a sudden, I am happy. This is a delicious drink, and I'm bouncing off the wall. <laughs> you don't need help with that. Uh, not anymore. I have red. No. Okay, you just gave me a really good idea, but I because I love the Red Bull. You know this. I drink Red Bull all the yeah. time. It's so not healthy for me, but you know yeah, that's fine. It, it's the fuel for some entrepreneurs, I guess. I am a sucker for whatever like shops that do the drink of the week or whatever. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm a sucker for whatever weird thing you're you're putting out there. Yeah, like, I'm just gonna try it. I I may not like. See, it. See, I love that, but I just want to try. It. Like if you're doing something weird, let me try it. So when you're talking about any enneagrams. I always like when I'm getting to know someone, for some reason, the consumer adoption curve pops into my head. 
So for me, oh, we're getting deep. He just pulled out the consumer adoption <laughs> well, curve. Well, I, it's for a, me, it's a good one. For me, you know, Nick is like an early adopter, right? Yeah, he he'll, totally. He'll, is. he'll see something on 100%. the sign and be like, "Oh, I love the way that they wrote that E in lavender." Yeah, give me that lavender. Yeah, drink. yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What, I mean? what about you? Where do you? Fall? Oh no, no, no. I'm I'm like the, uh, I'm not the guy that you force me to change, but I'm his his distant cousin. Yeah. Like I'm the guy that I literally just updated from an iPhone six <laughs> to an iPhone eight because it's literally it has the button on it. Oh, you, you I, wanted the button. Still. I'm the guy that's still I'm it, lingering like, uh-uh, don't take away my button. If I can get a phone with a button, give it, me the button. It took a while to get used to no button. But but yeah, no, I'm totally that way with especially tech toys. Yeah. If a new fancy thing comes, I want it. I, I could see that. This, and that's why I'm excited about AI stuff. Oh, I, I, I'm excited about it, too. I'm scared of it. Yeah. I'm really scared Here's of healthy. it. healthy. I'm really scared. <laughs> I'm scared, too. All right, before we go on, because we're going to go for three more hours if we let ourselves. I yeah, know, I know. I think we could, too. We Jer- definitely could. Jeremy, I want to thank you for coming on and talk to us about the Fillmore Cafe. Thank you. 700 building at Unity Village. Yeah. Everybody should go have a cup of coffee. Maybe not you and 49 friends at the same time, but everybody should go have some coffee. I agree. Thanks, Jeremy. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Appreciate tell them Nick and Liesl sent you. Yeah, you should do that. Oh, tell tell Nick and Liesl sent you. That'll wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time.